0: Welcome to Kiss in Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host Margo, and this is Tel Aviv's first and only dating, sex, and relationships podcast. We are back, and we're bringing you in today's episode. This one was actually inspired by a recent Instagram post that uh, we just put up on our Tel Aviv Presents Instagram. If you're not following us over on Instagram, make sure to go check out that post. Our at is at Tel Aviv Presents, and. We're going to discuss the types of people that you're going to date in Tel Aviv, the types of Tel Avivians that you will all encounter. And let me tell you, as someone who has dated literally every single type, uh, this list is accurate AF, y'all. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about all the fun little archetypes of the types of people that you will definitely end up encountering in the city. And go into a little bit more detail and talk about some that didn't make the Instagram post. So uh, make sure before we get started that you're following us over on Instagram at Tel Aviv Presents. And let's kick this thing off. So one of the types of people that you are definitely bound to encounter in Tel Aviv is the dog lover. The must love dogs guy or girl. Now this person is usually somebody that you... Probably uh, was sick and tired of the dating scene in Tel Aviv. We all know them. We've all seen them. Most of them uh, end up adopting a dog from Gan from Meir Park, um, and you know they they try to claim it's because they're animal lovers and they're they're trying to do the right thing. You know, I really wanted to adopt a dog, but uh, basically what they did is they adopted a companion because. <laughs> Hey, it get, it can get lonely, and uh, you know they're sick and tired of dating in Tel Aviv. And we talked about this a little bit in our uh, do's and don'ts of dating profiles episode. But these individuals usually tend to have every single picture on their dating profile of them and their dog, and they're obsessed with their dog. They're usually the type of people who let their dog like lick their mouths, and they're just so obsessed with their dogs. They bring them literally everywhere they go. They'll probably show up with their dog on the first date. Who knows? Um, but you know, we got to chill on the dog, on the dog posting on our stories. We got to chill on the dog, um, Instagram posts and overly, you know, saturated dating profiles with your fucking dog. Okay. We get it. We, you love your dog but like what insecurities are you projecting onto that poor innocent animal okay because if you adopt a dog just because you're sick and tired of dating in Tel Aviv you're adopting a dog for the wrong reasons all right dog so um just just remember that if you start dating this person they will probably choose their dog over you in the end and uh either that or the dog will be on the bed when you guys are fucking so just keep that in mind and uh that's the the must love dogs This one, this one is a a personal favorite. Wow, we've all encountered them. This is the infamous bar and club owner. And there are so many of these types in Tel Aviv. Let me tell you, they can be really great to date or to hook up with because, look, I mean, if they're part owner or, you know, they're involved in, in, in a cool place, a cool bar, then they're definitely going to hook you up with free food and drinks. <laughs> They'll definitely get you on the list. That's definitely a, a perk. Um, but these are, like, the types that they will try to, like, attempt to outcool you on every single level. And here's the thing um, about the bars in Tel Aviv. They're usually owned by, like, 15 different people. So if somebody tells you that they're an owner <laughs> of, like, the hottest new bar or club in Tel Aviv they are one of like a hundred people because that's just how the businesses are run and it's usually you know that this person is like one of 15 different people and they know everyone they're everywhere at any time um and look they can be fun to hang out with because like I said they can usually get you and your friends in on a busy Thursday night um but at the, at the end of the day, they're literally fucking every single person that they either work with, every bartender, every waiter or waitress, and every single patron. Um. So usually when people get into the bar and uh, restaurant business in Tel Aviv, it's because they won't sleep with their clientele. So a love of food and, and drink might be part of it, but usually it's just because they want to fuck hot people. So, hey, you know, whatever. If you encounter the bu- the bar or club owner, you're definitely going to have a good time, but uh, just don't try to make a relationship out of them because they work crazy hours and uh, they're usually drinking with really, really hot people and By drinking, I mean sleeping with. So (laughs) that is the bar and club owner. And uh, we've all encountered him. So yeah, the fuck boy. And you know, hey, it's 2020. We're all about equality here. (laughs) There's also the fuck girl. (laughs) Although I think we should come up with another term for fuck girl because it just doesn't roll off the tongue as well as fuck boy. Like a fuck boy, you could be like, fuck boy. You know what I mean? (laughs) like fuck girl just like fuck girl it just doesn't sound that good. So, uh people of Tel Aviv, my loyal listeners, if you have a better term for fuck girl, <laughs> let us know. Either send us a DM over on Instagram <laughs> because we need something better than that. We uh for now we'll just call them fuck girls, but um let's all work together to find another another word for that. Okay. So, the fuck girl is just a, a boy ver- a girl version of the fuck boy. And this is the person who is going to send you the <laughs> Oh man. I'm laughing because I was literally this person this past weekend. <laughs> One of the things that like makes somebody a fuck boy in the city is like or a fuck girl is that you're going to get the like hey, a ra- uh, you up text at 3 a.m. after a night at the drama. And if I were to go into my phone right now, I can literally <laughs> fish out. A three a.m. text, probably to the minute, that I sent to someone at the drama. There, I called myself out. Okay, look, we all have these tendencies, but um, I was literally this person this this weekend. By the way, side note, the drama over on Nachal Bin Yamin. What, what a spot! I literally, I mean, that is just a great place to troll, guys for content for this podcast. Y'all make it way too easy. <laughs> wow, the drama. That's a thats a bar that's literally named after me. Drama. <laughs> am I right? Um, but wow, especially the top floor. That's where the guys go to really get creepy. Anyways, this isn't about the drama. This is about the classic fuck boy or fuck girl, who, which they usually will send you that 3 a.m. text after night at the drama. But um, stay tuned for future episodes to see what comes of uh, exploiting the clientele at drama for content for this podcast. Back to the fuck boy. This is the person who is, y- you probably met them on a dating app or uh, again at the drama. Um, but they're literally talking to you and every single one of your friends on Tinder. That's the truth. Um, <laughs> what, is, this is the person, this is the, the guy version the fuckboy boy is the one who will literally insist that their dick is too big for condoms. <laughs> and like, Again, we have talked about this. I don't know what it is. Like, what is up with people insisting that they don't need to wear protection? Like, people, come on. Um, their idea of a, of a date is uh, coming over to uh, smoke a joint. You want to come to my place? Uh, drink one on the beach? If somebody asks you over for this date, then um, beware because you are dealing with fuck boy or fuck girl. And... Um, they will almost always suggest a bar that's near their apartment. Um, we, we definitely went into detail on this on our uh, first dates episode. Um, so make sure you uh, check that one out. Go back and give that one a listen. Um, th- this is the type of person that just they say that they're they're not like, I'm not like other guys. Yeah, I'm just like so chill, whatever. And then they're exactly like other guys <laughs> or girls. Again, fuck boys, fuck girls. But um, On that note, like I said, let's come up with another name for the fuck girl, (laughs) because your girl was acting like one this weekend as (laughs) Michelle. Sorry about it. Okay, moving right along, the festival-goer, the mid-burner, the person who spent a life-changing year in India, the person who literally... Sorry, stereotypically they just they they probably live in Florentine or South Tel Aviv, and the chances that they have been north of King George Boulevard in the last six months are very very <laughs> very low. Um, they usually are spending their weekends off in the desert, getting covered in in dust and sand, and listening to terrible trance music. That mu- yo Tel Avivians, if y- okay, if you are into trance music, please tell me without mentioning drugs why why are you into this if I'm sorry it is garbage music and this is somebody who used to, I used to listen to screamo okay so I know garbage music I I get it I just wow Ugh, wow the trance music it's got it's got to stop it's not music it's noise there I said it Um, but this person is usually uh, exclusively wearing like those those harem pants that they got in Thailand you know the ones I'm talking about with the, like those ugly patterns and they look like fucking adult diapers like you're walking around town looking like Aladdin or whatever <laughs> it's just a fucking mess <laughs> so, like, you know they usually have on like wooden jewelry and white white people dreads <sighs> If you're a white person in 2020 and you still have dreads and you are not a member of the Rastafarian religion, cut those disgusting mold infested garbage fucking dreadlocks off your head now, please. Um, You should not be wearing dreadlocks. You're appropriating culture. But that's another topic. Um, This is the type of person, the mid burner that like they'll be the ones that are like I don't support big corporations but then they'll get on like a jet airliner to go to Midburn in (laughs) in Nevada it's like they only support big corporations when they need a new iPhone (laughs) and they're like definitely vegan or or vegetarian not that there's anything wrong with that but um the festival goer the hippie type we we all know them we've seen them and they usually can't hang out this weekend because they're going off to the desert for a trance festival, which is my actual idea of hell, but that's just me. Um, If you guys want to hear my uh, Indigo Festival story, then keep on listening to this podcast. Um, I'll give you a little preview. Uh, My friend got arrested, and it was a terrible, terrible experience, and I vowed never to go to a nature party again. So I uh, definitely have encountered the Midburner, the festival goer. Um, My ex-boyfriend went to Midburn. Every year for 11 years straight. And that should have been enough of a red flag, but uh, it wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, moving right along from the mid-burner. This is Tel Aviv. And this is a city that is known for its burgeoning tech and entrepreneurial startup spirit. So, at some point or another, you are bound to encounter what we call in Hebrew the Stelte beast Or the Steltebistit. I am one of these people. I've worked at uh, startups ever since I moved to Tel Aviv. And um, basically the startupist or the startupist the startupper, the tech entrepreneur. This is the person who um, claims that they can't tell you their startup idea because uh, you might try to steal it. It's such a good idea. Like I can't tell anybody about it because... uh, it's so good. It's such a good idea that I I, I really, I, I cannot, I cannot, if I tell you, I have to kill you. <laughs> and it's usually just like condom delivery service or some shit like that. It's like, really? Okay. All right. Great idea, bro. <laughs> really going to steal that one from you. That's, you're, you're really going to change the world with that one. Um, the startupist or the startupist it can usually be found, uh, you know, at coffee shops and You know, they can be quite moody because, you know, if you're working on a startup, then you work crazy hours and unpredictable schedule. So if you do get involved with this person, just know that they're probably going to be hard to kneel down because they're super busy this week and their mood is definitely going to depend on, you know, how well their startup is doing. So, you know, they might end up being a billionaire someday, so it might be worth it to stick it out and deal with their erratic moods and, um, you know, caffeine induced, uh, neuroses, but whatever it might be, um, there's certainly a good person to keep in your professional network after you date. Um, and like I said, if their idea takes off and they're like, you know, the next, uh, uh, ways or something like that. Then, hey, you might end up bagging yourself a billionaire baby. So, yeah, definitely gonna encounter somebody who works in tech or the the startup, the delta beast here in Tel Aviv. Um, yeah, definitely have been this person myself. That's for sure. Startup nation, baby. Ah, now Tel Aviv, this place is hot, hot, hot. And I'm not just talking about the weather, y'all. Tel Aviv. I I know I'm biased, but this is one of the sexiest cities. The people here are just insanely good looking. You know, imagine like you think of like Gal Gadot or like Bar Raffaeli and then you realize that. Most people here are really, really ridiculously good looking as Zoolander would say. Um, and wow, somebody that you will encounter in the city is definitely the next one on our list. The hottest person you've ever dated. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. They are the reason why Conan O'Brien said that when he visited Tel Aviv, if you guys haven't seen that clip of him, um, visiting Tel Aviv, it's absolutely hilarious. It's from a couple years ago. Um, but there's a really funny scene where he's walking around Rothschild Boulevard and he's just saying, like, this is the 31st, uh, 32nd good looking Israeli dude that we've seen in the last five minutes or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm not quoting it well, but uh, yeah, he definitely uh, was right when he said that um, this person literally like, wow. Well, I definitely have somebody in mind that I'm thinking of maybe more than one person they're just oozing sex appeal and um they're usually they usually wear blundstones, um whether they're male or female um but the truth is it doesn't really matter what the fuck they wear because they're so goddamn sexy that you know they can smear dog shit on their face and still probably look good so um you know, I think that when foreigners come i we get asked all this question all the time, why did you move to Israel? and uh you know the hummus and the boys i mean there i said it <laughs> just kidding there's a lot of other reasons but um there's there's just something again like there's something about i always say american boys versus israeli men and i know we talked about the fuck boys before and there's plenty of immature little fuckers run around the city but my goodness they just don't make them like they do anywhere else like they just they just make them different here i'm i'm telling you there's something in the water tel aviv is such a diverse place and this country is just like full of so many different nationalities and backgrounds man everybody here is just fucking sexy not everybody but <laughs> go back and listen to the the tinder do's and don'ts episode not everybody's you know whatever but if you're hanging out in tel aviv and you are dating in this city then I wish you good luck because you are about to have some fun with the hottest person that you have ever dated. Faux show. Sure. That is, that is a fact. Ah, uh, this one brings me back. to This, this one is sort of related to the hottest person you've ever dated. Um, cause it reminds me of when I was the newcomer to the city and I was, I swear, my, my neck was sore, <laughs> not get your mind out of the gutter, but cause I was literally checking out every single person that walked by because I just had that, you know, I was just overwhelmed by how good looking people in the city were. I know I've, I keep going on and on about that, but somebody you'll encounter in your dating experiences are the newcomer. So they have just moved here from another, either another city in Israel or from another country. Um, they usually tend to hang out like on the bars in Dizengoff cuz like you know Dizengoff is the main drag here in Tel Aviv and there are certainly a lot of fun bars uh, speaking of bar bar owners um, <laughs> you'll you'll definitely meet some of those if you're hanging out on on Dizengoff but um that's usually where i mean i moved here in 2012 i was I think, like 23 24 and that's where, that's just where they all were. Dizzy Frishton and Cena and all those bars are constantly changing names and owners. Um, again, back to the bar owner, but, um, all the bars on and golf are definitely where you're going to find the newcomers. Um, they can usually be found, uh, asking for an English menu or talking about, uh, you know, how they, they met somebody at, uh, what is it? Um, old pond Gordon or citizen cafe, wherever people teach, uh, or go to, to learn Hebrew in the Ulpan. Um, if you're a newcomer to the city, I am excited for you. Because you're about to have the time of your life. But the thing is, do not write just moved to Tel Aviv in your dating profile. I saw that today and I was like, oh, swipe left. Because the thing is, I just, I don't want to play tour guide. And if you just moved here and whatnot, I don't want to assume that you don't know like the cool places yet. But like... I'm probably gonna have to do all the heavy lifting when it comes to planning a date. Or are you gonna suggest a date in like fucking Dizengoff or one of those like bars where all the you know people hang out on Friday nights that come from out outside the city? And just don't write that you're a newcomer, because I don't know, it just makes me assume that you're kind of inexperienced. And uh, yeah, as somebody who was the newcomer many years ago, um, this is definitely this is definitely someone you're encounter going to encounter. Up next on our list is, wow, this one, this one really, this one really grinds my gears. Um, this is the person, and this could, this could happen anywhere, but whoa, whoa, Tel Vivians we need to talk. The person with the messy apartment. Now look, I get it. This city has insanely expensive rent. It's one of the most expensive cities in the world, and that means that, you know, we might end up, you might end up finding yourself in an apartment that's less than glamorous, you know, but that is not an excuse to keep your apartment looking like Chernobyl. Okay, people? It's absolutely disgusting. And I know that guys, th- that girls can be just as messy as guys because I've heard a friend of mine told me this story about, he met this guy girl on an app and she was super 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 hot and he was really excited because she invited him back to her apartment and he got there and like they went into her room and there was not a single space uncovered like everything was covered in just clothes everywhere and old cups and like food bags and just ugh disgusting and I've definitely seen this too he said that Like, he couldn't even, like, perform because he was so grossed out by how messy this chick's room was. Um, It's just for me. I'm a Virgo. I'm a fucking clean freak. I'll be the first to admit it. But, listen, a dirty apartment to me is one of the biggest fucking turnoffs that you can ever, ever, ever have. It's, like, right up there with bad shoes. Like, it's so... It's so disgusting. You walk into a guy's bathroom. I've seen bathrooms like I would rather get a UTI than pee in your bathroom, okay? Listen, guys, girls need to pee right after they have sex. Otherwise, we're going to get a UTI. If I walk into your bathroom and it looks like, you know, you haven't taken a scrub brush to your toilet since, you know, Ben Gurion was prime minister, then we're going to have a fucking problem, okay? Also, guys, listen to me. Listen up, okay? Keep A trash can in your bathroom, okay? Especially if you are entertaining girls, okay? The things that we do in the bathroom shall remain a mystery but here's here's I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret girls get their period and sometimes we need to dispose of the products that we use to deal with our period in a fucking trash can I don't want to have to hide a tampon in my hand and throw it out in your kitchen and then your dog is going to go through the trash and dig it out it's just a fucking mess so please keep a fucking trash can in your bathroom please 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 On that note, I, (laughs) I will, I will let you guys in on a little, on a little personal, uh, experience. So the, a person that I am, uh, recently acquainted with this, this individual, look, you can just tell that they, they get it. Okay. This person is a little bit older and they have like a great apartment and there are trash cans in every, in the bathroom. There are wipes everywhere for, you know, a little cleanup before and after. Okay, if you know what I'm swucking about and the bed is always made, the apartment is clean. It's like it's just you want to make the person that you're about to sleep with feel fucking comfortable. That should be like the very, very bare minimum. So if you are the one with the messy apartment, then you need to reevaluate your life choices and clean up your apartment. Okay. Thank you very much. This one is, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I I know that the ladies out there listening to this have definitely experienced this next one on our list. This is the one who wants to move really fast. The one who literally meets you, AKA my ex. Okay. One of my first boyfriends in Israel, this dude, okay, there's, there's two reasons why this person wants to move really fast. Either it's the guy that has their light on, okay? What does that mean? Um, if, if I, all my Shout out to all my Sex and the City fans. Um, remember when, so Charlotte had met Trey, and he, this guy, it comes from, you know, a taxi cab. If a taxi cab has their light on, it means that they're available, and they will pick up the next passenger that they meet. Now, the guy who moves really fast... It's for two reasons. His light is on, okay? He's decided that he's ready to settle down, and the very next person he picks up is going to be the one. So that can can sometimes be you. So that's one reason why they want to move really fast. Or they're literally looking for someone who, (laughs) and this is for the guys, they're just looking for someone to replace their mother because they literally have no idea how to survive on their own, and they need a woman to take care of them. I'm not sure, you know, like the guys out there have experienced this, um, the female version. I know that stereotypically, you know, people think that females want to move the relationship on really quickly and and whatever. But I have definitely experienced this one, and this there's there's always that funny um, stereotype of Israelis that you know, they're inviting you over to Friday night dinner with their parents on like the first date. And by the second date they're you know, you're at their sister's wedding and the by the third date, you know, you're walking down the aisle yourself. <laughs> like those there are those people that just move super, super fast. They'll like ask you to move in with them after like three weeks of dating. Um Wow, this happens. And they're, then they're saying, I love you, like I love you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um Shout out to all the all the ladies out there who have experienced this. Um, and I'm sure there's a, a female version out there that exists as well for all the gentlemen. Um, but the one who wants to move really, really fast. Oy, my boy, boy. It's just, it's, uh, it's like I get whiplash just thinking about it. Then there's this one. The person who reveals way too much on the first date. Now, I don't know what's going on out there, Okay maybe, maybe ladies are doing it too, but the men of Tel Aviv are using first dates as therapy sessions. I swear, seriously, like, listen guys, uh, people always think that, you know, women are revealing too much or like talking about too much. Like I always thought that like the standard was that you should never talk about your ex on a first date. And apparently that rule does not apply to the the men of Tel Aviv. Like, I swear I, like, dudes, by the, ta- the, the time you take all these women out for drinks, you could have just paid for a therapy session. Literally, like, if women did this, it would seriously come off as, like, the most desperate thing in the entire world. Um, a friend of mine recently went out on a date with this guy who literally was like, telling her all this stuff like I'm not sure if I want kids I'm super broken hearted this girl like you know broke my heart and blah blah, blah 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 and I have definitely experienced this too and I know a lot of my friends have as well um gentlemen maybe you're experiencing this from a lot of women out there but my gosh what is up with people revealing way too much on the first date this is a huge 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 no-no um I went out on a, a date with this guy who, oh my god, he was such a fucking creep. Ugh. Um, he was like, "Yeah, I don't have to uh, jerk off because I just have so much sex that uh, it take takes care of it for me." You know what I mean? And then he proceeded to tell me like, "What? A, I'm, I'm a really uh, sensitive guy. You know, I just uh, I just love women and I just uh, I love animals and blah 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 blah." <laughs> and then, And then he was like, I bought a a new box of sex toys from Amazon and, uh, you know, I just cannot wait to to use all of them. And I'm like, am I here? Like, am I hearing this? And then after all that, he he said I was the weird one. Yeah, bro, if you're listening to this, yeah, I might be weird, but at least I'm not talking about fucking all the sex toys I just bought on Amazon, okay? So yeah, I might be weird, but I have my own podcast and now you're getting called out on it, motherfucker. So who's weird now, okay? Oh, thank you very much. You know who you are. (laughs) Oh man, I want to say your name so much, but I'm not going to because, you know, I uh, I will let karma take care of itself. You were a jerk. You know who you are. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, Yeah, the person who reveals way too much on a first date. Happens a lot. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. I have heard so many stories, both good and bad, the pers- of a person that you will date. Your roommate. Okay. Again, back to the real estate issue here in Tel Aviv. Rent is really expensive. And so a lot of times you'll end up, you know... Living with a lot of different people. I've had so many roommates over the years. I have never dated any of my roommates personally, but I know a couple who are married and they have a kid and they originally met because they were roommates. Now, here's the thing. They are the exception to the rule, okay? This can be a very, very, very risky situation. Um, If you got to approach this with extreme caution. If you find yourself attracted to your roommate, my advice is to... Compartmentalize that shit. Put them in a box. Put them in your spank bank, and just move the fuck on. Because it is really going to be a bad idea if things don't go well. If you confess your feelings and they're not reciprocating it, whatever it is, um, but you'd be surprised. This happens a lot in this city, and um, I mean, it seems cool at first. It's like, oh, we live together, and uh, it's like super easy. But here's the thing: if you live with a person it's very unlikely that you're going to be going out on dates because you should be chilling at home all the time. And if it goes wrong, think about it. You have to live with your fucking ex. (laughs) Like That's the worst. And if it goes well, then you might end up living with someone a little bit too soon. And that might not be a step that y'all are ready for. So it can be problematic, but a lot of people end up also dating people that like their Airbnb hookup, um, Tel Aviv gets a lot of tourists and a lot of visitors from abroad. And I've definitely heard of this happening a lot too. Um, I know a couple that met because the guy was couch surfing and the two people hit it off. Um, he was couch surfing and he met his wife, um, you know, end up dating or hooking up with that person. Like I said, there's this is a very international city. And uh, who knows? You know, your next. Uh, ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend could be getting ready to rent a room in your apartment right now. So, hey, this is why I live alone, (laughs) by the way. I just, just to clarify, (laughs) there's not enough room for anybody else in my studio apartment. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, this, this is another one on the list. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) The guy named Ron. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know what it is. This guy. I'm sorry if your name is Ron, spelled R-O-N or R-A-N. First of all, if your name is Ron and you're spelling it R-A-N, you should have talked to an English speaker before you translated your names to English because your name literally looks like Ran. <laughs> I'm gonna I ran away from that guy real quick. Okay, but look, I have noticed something that all guys named Ron are the same. Okay. <laughs> Every single guy I see on dating apps whose name is Ron has the exact same profile, okay? They probably got their business degree from, like, IDC or something. They're, like, generally attractive, okay? Like, you know, like, they're not, like, whatever. They're generally attractive. They usually have, like, brown hair, a kind of slender frame. Um, They wear, they <laughs> they'll wear, like, that tight denim and, like, blazer combo because they're usually, like, some sort of, they're not to be confused with the Stout the Beast that we talked about before, though. No, 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 no. The guy named Ron is its totally different, okay? He usually wears, like, those those obnoxious, like, pointy leather loafers, like, to try to look, like, professional. And he, like, usually has, like, one AirPod in. And I'm telling you, like, his pictures are always the same on his dating apps, okay? Every guy named Ron has the same fucking pictures. It's usually a picture of him at, like, <laughs> like a tech conference in, like, Amsterdam, <laughs> right? Where he's wearing one of those, like, lanyards from, like, some fucking ad tech... <laughs> event that he went to, like Amsterdam or Vegas too. There's a lot of those conferences there. He definitely uh, took a couple pictures of the, of himself there. Um, he definitely did some blow or had sex with some prostitutes at this conference where he's posting his Tinder pictures from. Um, you know, his ad tech business is doing generally generally okay. And like he had a little extra money, so he decided to splurge on some blow and some, some hookers while he was in uh, <laughs> his ad tech conference in Vegas there's always a picture of him um in Times Square like I went to New York it's so amazing there I just I love it Uh, the energy in New York is so good so Rons usually have a picture of themselves in in New York usually in in Times Square um and one photo of them like usually shirtless in the summer and a picture of them like at their desk to show that they're like entrepreneurs They, they always work in ad tech if your name is Ron, you you work in ad tech. I I don't make the rules. Like that's just how it is. Okay, um, yeah. Usually they'll they'll refer to themselves as as an entrepreneur, um, and this guy Ron's. They usually add you on on LinkedIn before they actually ask you out on a date. <laughs> Guys, say it with me: LinkedIn, not link LinkedIn, LinkedIn. <laughs> right. <laughs> LinkedIn, it in and um if you're a native english speaker and you meet iran he's definitely going to ask you to um to uh proofread his his either his investor deck or his cv at some point um yeah i have some i have some definitely some interesting uh interactions. i mean i'm sorry this just like they're all the same and um yeah uh, one time this guy oh my gosh this is funny speaking of somebody asking you to uh to uh, proofread their CV. Okay. I went on a date with this guy earlier this year and the first date was great. He was wearing the right outfit. We went for a nice cocktail. He was cool. The conversation was good. Um, and then we went on a second date. He took me to a movie. It was super fun. And then the next day after our movie date, he calls me up and he's like, Hey, I have a question for you. And I'm like, what? Spit it out, motherfucker. I'm busy. And (laughs) he's like, uh, listen, I know you are a writer, so can you help me uh, proofread my uh, my CV? No, he didn't say proofread. He definitely did not know how to say that in English. He was like, can you help me with my CV? And I'm like, oh, God. Yo, just because you know an English speaker does not know, they does not mean that they have time or want to help you with their CV, okay? But this guy fucking, I'm like, we've been on two dates. I'm not like, I people pay a lot of money and they get paid a lot of money to help people with their CV. So I do explain to this guy, like what a Google doc was. And I was like, I mean, like, is it in English? And he's like, no, it's in Hebrew. I'm like, I'm not translating your fucking CV for you. Are you out of your mind? This guy's name wasn't Ron. It's just apropos to the Ron, um, that we were talking about before. So then, I'm like, Ugh, I really, I don't know, man. Like, we'll see. Like, just let me know. I'll talk to you later today. I really, I was at work. I really, really can't talk about this right now. And so then the the evening comes and he calls me and I'm working on something, probably working on writing a podcast script for, for this, uh, for y'all. So he calls me and I can't answer. And then he texts me and he's like, if you didn't want to help me, you should have told me it is disgusting what you are doing. He called me a monster because I didn't call him back within one hour to help him write his fucking CV. And I was like, dude, you're done. Bye-bye. Good luck with your CV. Um, you are not hired. Thank you. Next. So that's uh, a little anecdote about um people asking me to proofread their CV for them. So yeah, well, on that note... I think that about covers it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that uh, we didn't leave off anybody from this. From this, on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna run out of here. Uh, I think we've covered a lot today. Um, if you guys like this episode and you think that there's more types of people to date in Tel Aviv, or if you've encountered any other of these archetypes, please let us know. Let us know. Did we forget any? Um, are you dating any of these types? Are you perhaps one of these types? Maybe you're a few, a mix of all of them. Who knows? But let us know. Shoot us a DM over on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Man, as somebody who's dated them all. Always looking out for you guys. Just you know, I hope we can turn these experiences into uh into content from now on. Um, remember also if you or somebody you know wants to be on the podcast, if you want to be featured on Kiss and Tell Tel Aviv, or if you want to submit a question or a topic, shoot me an email. My email is Margot M A R G O T at Tel Aviv Media Group. Do not send me a copy of your CV and ask me to fucking proofread that shit. Um. Again, my email is margo at group, And for more episodes, you can visit us over at kissintelaviv.show. For more shows and original content about lifestyle, culture, dating, and the people of this wonderful city of Tel Aviv, uh, make sure to tel- check out uh, com, And don't forget to follow us over on Instagram and see the posts that inspired today's episode. Our handle is at Tel Aviv Presents. And with that said, this has been another episode of Kiss and Tel Aviv. Mwah. Thanks for listening.